Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week, we are talking about Movie Pass. The death of Movie Pass. <laughs> the death of Movie Pass. <laughs> Much like the death of Superman. That's right. Only without Doomsday. And potentially Movie Pass will return with a long head of hair and some beard, you know? Sure. In a black suit. But in the meantime, the Justice League That's will right. take its place and. Who's Justice League? You gotta listen to find out. That's right. I mean, there's gonna be Steel, potentially, you know, Superboy. Well, these things sure. might happen, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. I'm taking the, taking it too far. No, it's, it's too far. Okay, okay. At this point. <laughs> well, Chris, you're back. <laughs> yeah, I am back. The triumphant return. I know, I'm back from Philadelphia. To put the shutdown on the Jared and John show. Yeah, yep, no more of that. Sorry, that was <laughs> too much of a ruckus last week. Um... I do love love me some some Jared and John though. <laughs> that's uh, right. We were talking. It's the first time that him and I have done one like s- solo. Like if it was just us two. That's insane. Which is which is pretty funny. Do you know I've never done one without you though? I've never it's, not been on a it's, show. It's time. It's time. It needs to happen at some point. It might happen sometime soon. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> that's true. I'll just just I like I'll like be here in the room, but just no microphone. It's gonna go, not, It's gonna go completely off the rails. I'll be like on headphones, you know, playing some some Fortnite or something on Switch. It'll just be a straight monologue by me for an hour <laughs> yeah yeah that's wild chris anyway so philadelphia yeah philadelphia. Did you have a good like cheesesteak just some cheese i did I had two, oh, so i tried two different philly cheesesteak places mm. hang on i mean i could look up and see where they were we are now entering the food cast <laughs> yeah i won't do this this is this is boring if i do this hang on well Dude, no you have i'll to. tell you my favorite my favorite Bro, one you have to i'll tell now. you my favorite one. I just got to find, want, the, find I, the photo. I uh, want the the listeners need to know what Chris's review okay. of two different Philly cheesesteak okay. sandwiches is. My my least favorite place of the two okay. was Sonny's Famous Cheesesteaks and Burgers. But Chris, they're famous. Well, sure. I mean, so like, these are the <laughs> two places. They don't tell you what they're famous these for. These are the two places that people told us to go. So we went that place. We're that, famous we went that for one second. shoe shining. The place I went first. Oh, here it goes. Is uh, Jim's Steaks okay? That was great. Okay, it's the best. Now, like, is in there terms a street? Of, are there multiple Jim's Steaks? No, there's multiples of both of those. No, oh, okay. Um, so they uh, uh, the the Jim's Steaks looks like it's been around for longer. Okay, it's been around for like over fifty years. Jim's Steaks is such a so so famous that they don't yeah. have to label their sign that they're famous. And exactly. And the <laughs> and the other and like Jim's Steaks, like the um the building's older. Mm. Like it's, it's I mean so it's not like a nice place. The other place was a little nicer. Well yeah. But the cheese steak was better. I will say the one time I've ever been to Philly, I was only there for like two hours, right? So yeah. I was like up there for work and I was like a, an hour or two away or something like that. I was like, I could just drive into Philly and I just drove to Philly. And uh, saw some historic things and grabbed like a Philly cheesesteak from like just this tiny little shop in like on the street. Okay. And it was delicious. All right. It was just like I was just up there. And I was like, okay, where can I get a Philly cheesesteak? Like pull up the Googs and then just type in Philly cheesesteak and then walk to whatever the closest one <laughs> the Google gives you. I mean, it's it's hard to mess up, honestly. But like, uh, but there was like, and, and of the two. I, there was a definitive winner. I was gonna say, like, so even in Philadelphia, is the like the non-preferred cheesesteak. It still probably is better than a f- cheesesteak that you'd get at like just a hamburger place. Yeah, you know, I would somewhere assume else. so. What was the cheesesteak place that closed down by uh, our house? In you college? know what it was called, and it was very confusing. Yeah, it was called the Cheese Steak Factory. Uh huh. Similar, like it, it rhymes with cheesecake factory. You're right. If you just say all both of those things that like super fast, they sound like each other. Yeah. So no wonder they went out of business. People went there expecting there to be cheesecake, and they really were handed a cheesesteak. Well, the place was good. It was um, really good. Yeah. Went out of business though. Yeah, it's kind of a bummer. It was a bummer. I feel like the story was. The guy who owned that like was from Philly or something like that. Yes, I think that was the story. Yeah, and uh, and I also think that they offered students a massive discount. That's probably why they went I out of business. Feel like that might have been why, like they just did, weren't making the bottom line there. Kind of like Movie Pass. I mean, kind of like Movie Pass. Well, we'll talk about that later. So, John, <laughs> what have you been up to this week? 
Oh, man, what have I been up to this week? Uh, so there's been some Fortnite stuff planned, but the biggest thing I've been up to this week is I actually got back into Destiny wow. for the first time in months. That's crazy. Uh, loaded up the old the old Destiny 2, um, and uh, they've got a specific event going on right now where it's like it's uh, they've got a Moments of Triumph um, similar to Destiny 1. Um, where it's like it's basically like, hey, let's take uh, some of the missions from uh, the very base game of Destiny 2, revamp them, give you some armor-specific rewards, and this is the way that you can get your character up to a previously unheard of light level of 400. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so that's that's what I've been. Uh, I really did the last couple nights. Was like I went in there, played through the missions, the level upgrades cap for the and armor. Expansion was only three eighty, wasn't it? It was uh, three eighty five. Was okay. if you if you really like did so all what's your the purpose of letting us get up to four hundred just so um, we're OP. Yeah, just so like, hey, we can go in and roll. Like, there's an uh, there was an emergent quest that happened. So similar mm. to like. Um, some of the Easter egg quests where it's like, oh, if you have to do these specific series of things yeah. and like that no one would ever really do, and then yeah. it triggers this quest. Um, one of those has emerged, and it's uh, you have to kill a mini boss during a specific uh, public event in one of the specific worlds, and then it would open up this jumping puzzle all the way to like four different uh, dungeon rooms with yeah. massively hard bosses and things like that. And so, my goal is to get this level 400 armor so that I can take on though that challenge and get that specific exotic weapon. Mm. Um, it's very similar to, um, what was it? Oh man, in Destiny One, uh, the, where it was like a specific strike had to be going, and you had to take like this. Was it the black spindle. Yeah, the black that? spindle. That's that's what it is. It's basically I mean, the it's black basically spindle. The same gun, right? Yeah, it's basically it's called something else. It's called yeah. Whisper of the Worm. Yeah. Um, or Whisper. I don't know. It's it's the Whisper Quest is what everyone calls it. Um, but yeah, so like this is uh, it's it's what I want to do and be like, okay, that'll like put the end cap on my Destiny Two first year. Oh, this is done. Um, uh, like whenever, done. well, whenever I like upgrade to that 400 armor and I can get that weapon, it's like, okay, that's like one of the last exotics that I need. That's mm. one of the last things that I have to do in destiny two where it's like, and then there it is. I'm not even close to that. We still have a whole raid layer we haven't done. This is true. I haven't done that either, but I'm, I'm, I've been prepared for that for a while. I'm just waiting for someone to say, John, we need you. Yeah. Um, yeah. And anyway, uh, the, <laughs> we need you, but also we're gonna, uh, let, not require you to know what's going on in this raid at all, because um, I have no idea. I haven't yeah. even looked anything up. I, I still want to go in. I, I want to go in blind with our group. I mean, that would be awesome. I'm I, in I for wonder that. if anybody's looked it up so far. I mean, I don't know. Hmm. I, that's a good question. It's been a while. Yeah, we all we all kind of like made the uh, the old like pact, the pinky promise. Yeah, you know the blood oath. I don't know <laughs> that you that you do uh, via via a server on uh, on. Whatever you call it, I can't even oh remember. Goodness, Dude, I'm, I'm, my brain is is fried right now. Um, <laughs> but Discord. anyway, is that what you're trying to say? Discord, that's the one. Our okay. Discord server. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's just we promised. Hey, no, no spoilers. We're not gonna like. No one's gonna know anything. I, that was like three months ago, though. So yeah. Anything that could happen in that amount of time, um, but yeah, so that's what I'm, I've been up to. There's a, the the stuff is really cool. The armor is great. Like it's it's a you level it up. It goes from a green level armor, so like a common kind of an armor, to rare after you uh, do a series of of different. Uh, that's kind tasks of cool. and then you can upgrade it to the highest level. Um, and then if you go really and you know want to grind your head against a wall, you can masterwork it. That's cool. Um, and so, like, it's it's it, this kind of serves the purpose of for people who wanted more in the end game to do. Yeah. And so, this is free to anyone who's ever had Destiny Two. You don't have to have the expansions or anything nice. like that for it either. So, um, I think it's a really it's just a really cool thing. It got me back into it. Playing some Crucible, playing uh, a lot of the other stuff. So we had I, it was me and Fultron and Aaron who's been on the podcast before nice. uh, last night, running around uh, doing a bunch of stuff. So That's super awesome. fun, man. That's awesome. What have you been up to this week, Chris? So. Um, uh, this past week, I'm trying to remember. This past weekend, uh, played a lot of Fortnite. That's right. Um, and then the other thing that I've been up to uh, this week is I got my uh, first Marvel Collector Core Funko <gasps> Pop box. Yeah. Since uh, Amazon started doing it. Nice. Um, the and, return. Yeah. It was Deadpool themed. Nice. Um, it was cool. Uh, it was a little different. So like before, they were like they were kind of stuck in a rut. I think. Right. Right. Um, in that. Like before, they would all there's always like a pin or a mm -hmm. patch and like mm -hmm. you know some kind of clothing item mm -hmm. and like uh, there was always a big pop, of course. Um, this and felt they always had a pop and it always had the the patch and the pin. Yeah, 
they had a card in there that would tell you what, like the background and all that. And that, I actually like that. That, mm-hmm. that was missing now. So like now, mm-hmm. so all this stuff is still like exclusive. But they had like so it was Deadpool themed. They had uh, the centerpiece of it is Deadpool riding a unicorn. Yes, which is, which is awesome. Um, like at the end of the the first movie. Um, That's awesome. And then uh, they had a taco truck taco holder. <laughs> So it's like a yellow taco truck that you can put your tacos in. <laughs> Dude, I want to make some tacos at your house I now. Know. I really do. Yeah. Uh, so that was awesome. And then they had a luggage tag and um, like a mini, one of those mini keychain mystery uh, pop like bags. That, you cool. Know, so it was like there's just tons of Deadpool and different costumes. Um, and so they had a random one in there. That's awesome. That's what was in it, which is awesome. It's just cool. Like the thing was, like you know, eventually you get so many pins you're not using them, and so many patches you're not using them. Yeah. I think what I miss from the way that it was being done before was just kind of the pomp and circumstance of it, where it's mm-hmm. like, here's this card that tells you all the like thought that went in, went into this theme. Yep. This kind of just feels like I felt there was the one exclusive thing, mm-hmm. the big exclusive thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if any. I don't know if any of the other things were exclusive to the box. Yeah, because a lot of times, like there would be multiple exclusive things. Like in yeah. uh, the normal, like the past oh, pop much boxes, everything was exclusive. Yeah, yeah, you couldn't get the T-shirt other places. You yeah. couldn't get the figure other places. The There's pins, the patch, I was kind of obviously. looking forward to maybe a Deadpool T-shirt or something like that. Yeah, I mean, I think like you're right that they did kind of get stuck in that that same like routine of like oh pin and patch, and I would rather like that value yeah. almost go to something else. You know, sure. something like a because you can only have like. I mean, I, if I put it all of those pins and patches like onto something, it's like it's going to cover a jacket or it's going to cover a hat or something. Right. And so, um, putting that value into something else, like maybe a hat or yeah. to put those pins on, would be awesome. But yeah, um, uh, yeah. And like I do, I I still like the the centerpiece. You know, like hey, this is an exclusive. You can't get this. You know, Deadpool on a unicorn outside of this box, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and like. So I'm I'm not usually ever disappointed with those mm-hmm. pieces, um, and I wasn't disappointed in the box. I I no. really like it. It's just different. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. Was the box still like themed, like where it would have like a? Was there a print on the outside of the box? Yeah. So it, instead of it being like, um, uh, kind of the the cardboard with like just ink all over it, like mm-hmm. where it's been printed on, it's like a shiny, glossy, out out. Interesting. Side. Interesting. And it had Deadpool all over it. I mean, that's that's cool. I mean, it yeah. came from Amazon, so did it, did it like ship well through the mail? No, it shipped in another box. Oh, oh. Yeah. So it shipped in. It was a box in a box. That's what I was. I mean, Christopher Nolan would love that. <laughs> yeah. Um. So <laughs> second time I've made that joke tonight. So <laughs> anyway, for people who weren't at dinner earlier, which is everyone right. listening to this, um, the uh, the boxes like before were like that kind of cardboardy mat kind of thing because yeah. like. They would just get damaged in the mail sometimes, right. like where it's like, oh, this is just a box in the mail, just like it always does. It has oh, there's black marks from you know the the rollers or whatever, like just yeah. random grease stains that you never know where it's exactly from. But uh, I should have just brought it. I don't know why I didn't. But think it's about nice that. that it was in a separate box, like because I I always enjoyed the pop boxes. Like I use them as like some display things where I put them up on the shelf to create another level of like yeah. shelf for figures and things like that. I like them so. too. I've got to figure out what to do. Like I, I'm going to end up throwing all mine away. I think. Yeah. Like because. I've just they're just in my closet taking up way too much space. I also use mine the ones that are not out and that are actually in the closet. I have all of the like other boxes like I've stored pop boxes inside of those boxes. Mm. Um and so basically so they don't take up like unnecessary space with just boxes. Yeah. Um, but I still have like the pop boxes with the plastic and stuff like that. So I can, any of my figures or more delicate items or whatever, whenever I move, if we move would go into those boxes and then be able to be put packed safely. Um, cause that's the problem with like throwing away boxes. Cause I remember whenever we were like younger, like I would throw away boxes and like, I then would like whenever we would go to move, it's like, how do I move this without breaking in this? Yeah. Um, and so I've, you know, like this Sonic figure down here that I have, uh, it's a awesome figure, but it's like, he's got these like longer arms and legs and he's big. And I'm always worried that that one's going to get like smashed and moving. Um, I'm just kind of waiting for the day that an arm pops off or something like that. So, so I'm looking here and it looks like they've, Oh no, they still haven't. <laughs> Never mind. I was trying to. I thought that maybe they had uh, decided who the retailer for the DC um, pop box was going to be. 
And let's see if they've done Star Wars. No, I think Star still, still haven't figured that out. So Di- Disney's Hot Topic, right? Disney's Hot Topic. Right. Marvel's Amazon. Yeah. Okay. And the other ones they have not figured out yet. Okay. Well, come on, Target. I want to hear from you. Yeah. Um, and then come on, Walmart. We'll just do that one. <laughs> I mean, what other bigger retailers are there? Because you know, Hot Topic and uh, and Amazon are fairly fairly ubiquitous reta- retailers, so it can't just be anybody. Hot Topic, yeah, right there, and that's the only one. Yep, hmm, interesting. It's a bummer. Yeah, but hopefully it happens. I mean, if I was going to say which ones were the most popular boxes, it was probably Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the first one as well. Right, oh, here's a right. picture of uh, Deadpool on the uh, unicorn. Oh, I love it, dude. Yeah. That's amazing. Um. And there's the outside of the box right there. Oh, that's cool. I yeah. like that. So it's not like, you know, no. unbelievable, but no, it's cool. It is cool. Um, I don't know. I don't know about keeping that one. Like, I don't know that I would keep that one. That box? Yeah, that box. It says Deadpool, like, on that side of it. That's cool. I might cut out the Deadpool part. <laughs> <laughs> and keep the Deadpool part. <laughs> yeah, keep the Deadpool part, throw away the rest of the box. The rest of the box is just a The boring, one that I, I love you know, all boring the time was box. the Star Wars box. Like, I pretty much almost got every, every one of those. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wondered if like there was like a, a big rush whenever Force Awakens first came out and they saw maybe saw a big drop off, but those were always my favorite boxes. Um, yeah. and maybe also because like I just like that property, like the Star Wars a yeah, lot. Yeah, I, mean, I like every single pe- thing that you could possibly give me. That's Star Wars. Yeah, I don't, you know, for instance, want you know, all the DC villains or something right. like that. You right. Know? Um, yeah, I mean, I I really hope they find a home for the Star Wars ones because that's the one that I like have the most of. I think. Yeah. So. And, and DC. I liked yeah. that, too. The DC ones were really cool. Still wear that Arrow shirt, man, all I'll the time. I'll probably say stay uh, um, uh, subscribe to the Marvel box for now. Nice. We'll I like see. it. On yeah. the old Amazon. Yeah, we'll see. I liked this one, so. Well, Chris, mm. we've got some movie pass to talk about. Yep. But first, <laughs> pick of the week. Pick of the week. Chris, hmm. what's your pick of the week? My pick of the week, John, saw last night. Uh, it's been out for a couple months now, like in limited release. It's mm-hmm. still a limited release, but saw Won't You Be Our Neighbor, the documentary about Fred Rogers. And man. Yeah? Is it a documentary or is it like a biopic? Or, or like how would you? No, it's a documentary. Documentary. Okay. Yeah. I love it. A biopic is like a... Uh, um, that's a, like what the Queen movie, the dramatization. Yeah, okay, yeah. Well, that makes sense. It's okay. like the Ray Charles movie with like Jamie Fox. That's right, like a right, 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 right. No, this is this is a straight up documentary. That's awesome. Yeah, um, and it's fantastic. Yeah, um, everybody needs to see this. Um, this is one of the 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 most well done documentaries I think I've ever seen. Hmm. Um, and uh, I mean, there's a couple things that I'm like, okay, that this. Because documentaries are all about the narrative. You're mm-hmm. pulling a lot of pieces into um, a into a story and trying to um, weave a narrative and all these pieces together. And sometimes I feel like you know there's like cool things about a person's life or like interesting things that happen, but they mm-hmm. don't really like play into a larger narrative. And mm-hmm. for the most part, I feel like most everything that they talked about here did. Um, there was only, I mean, with it doesn't spoil anything. I don't even, I can't even remember specifically what it was. But there was like twice where I was like, well, that they st- kind of started that. I thought this was going somewhere. And then it was like, well, we just said that. Now it's it's done. Like it didn't really kind of weave back into the mm. larger narrative they're telling. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I didn't mind it, like because it still gives you more information about like his life and all that kind of stuff. So, right. Right. Um, I think, like, narratively, they did a really good job um, showcasing the essence of who Mr. Rogers was Mm. and what he believed and um, how he uh, made an impact in the world. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, just, man, like, like five minutes in, I'm already, like, crying (laughs) and, like, Did not, I mean, it's not like full on sobbing through the whole thing, but like did not stop like getting emotional Mm -hmm. until like the end of the the film. And it's, it's, it's an hour and 30 minutes. So it's, it's not like, it's not going to kill you, but man, it's, it's just so good. Like, um, everybody needs to go see this. And I would say go see it in theaters, support stuff like this. Like, oh, yeah. Um, this is, uh, I think this could be way off, 
well, let me look it up. Hang on. <laughs> so the the box office for this right now is nineteen point two million dollars. Okay. Um. So it's like it, it's it's one of the highest um uh performing documentaries like this, um, which is awesome. Like, you know, so, and this is actually saying that it released on. January nineteenth. That must be like a festival that yeah. released at or something like that. But th- these indie films are always t- hard to tell. Like, when do they actually release? <laughs> when like, was it takes the so final version to go, actually yeah. debuted? You know, because um, even right now it's not out in like more rural areas. It's just like kind of like so. It's you know you can watch it in Nashville, Memphis, like around St. Louis. There's not a whole lot of like smaller theaters playing it right now. Well, and then even like here in Nashville, like the the theater that it's at, it's at the Belcourt Theater here yeah. in Nashville, and, and that's it's in like Cool Springs now. But is it, it started in cool Springs? The Bel- Belcourt? Yeah. Okay, but yeah, the Belcourt like they play like they do these types of movies a lot, where it's like yeah. a smaller indie film that they try yeah. to try to basically push those movies and just say, hey, this is something that you you would love to watch. Like yeah. people would love to watch. So like the Belcourt here is like known for those. Types yeah, the Belcourt is awesome. So. It's a nonprofit like uh, movie theater. And they do think like they're getting ready to do a whole month worth of westerns. Yeah, uh, which is awesome. That's where I saw Die Hard at midnight. Super like, cool. They just do these like, cool things. They're they're going to do uh, in September. They're doing Spinal Tap at midnight. That's awesome. Spinal Tap. You were um, also telling me that there there was a they advertised the 2001 Space Odyssey. Yeah, they advertised uh, 2001 a Space Odyssey. It's coming out um, later this fall on 70 millimeter film, and it says it's the Christopher Nolan restoration. That's with wild. a copyright of 2018, which I'm like, that sounds crazy. I didn't even know yeah. he was doing a restoration, yeah. a 70 millimeter restoration of of 2001. That blows my mind. I'm I, I'm <laughs> excited to, to learn more about like, that one. Yeah, what does that even mean? Yeah, what, 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 what did that you? Means. What goes into that? You yeah. know, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, how, and when did you do this? You know, yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous. Um, but anyway, yeah, back to the documentary. It's just it's just really really good. Um, it helps you like you know just look at. Uh, the world in a different way, and just like I mean, if you grew up with Mister Rogers and watching Mister Rogers' Neighborhood, like this is going to touch you in a uh, in a deep way because it's like he, um, I think, kind of without us realizing it as kids, like he was speaking like truth into our lives in mm-hmm. a way that um, we could understand as children, mm-hmm. and then whenever you realize that as you're watching it, um, you're just like, oh man, like. I totally get that. Like that hits me on a deep emotional level. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's it it was honestly like it was different than what I thought it was going to be. Like I, you know, I I don't know what to expect from a lot of documentaries, but some right. kind of, sometimes you can go in kind of knowing like, okay, this is probably going to be this, you know. Um, but it was really really good, really well well done. Everyone should see it. That's awesome. I'm uh, I just asked. It, it, I'm hoping to see it. Next week, maybe. Yeah. Um, it just depends. Everything, everything depends. Um, and it, I think it'll be in that theater next week, probably. Oh yeah, it'll be at the Belcourt. I think it, for sure through this twenty second. Like it's in the smallest theater right now, so um, I feel like it's kind. Of, but it was sold out at, at the APM showing, so like mm. it's still going strong there. Yeah, you saw um, it late it, last night. Yeah, it's it's in the 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 Cool Springs theater, like the one of their main theaters. So like it's still going strong. Like I honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if. This won an Academy Award. It's going to get nominated for Best Documentary Feature. Like, there's no way it doesn't. Um, and, like, I hope it wins. Like, this is it's one of the best documentaries I've seen in a long time. That's awesome. Sometimes the ones that win are like, hey, there are these hard-hitting stories about, like, like there was the, I think, The Square. That one won whenever Netflix did the story about the Egypt uh, um, Spring Revolution. What was it called? It was called the... Arab Arab Spring, mm-hmm. um, that revolution that happened in, in Egypt there, um, and uh, you know, like a lot of times, this you know, I think this year, what was this year? It was about um, uh, the medical um, medical people going into uh, somewhere like a war a war area. I didn't see it yet, so it's kind of it. the more like torn from the headlines, yeah, kind more of like documentary, yeah, hard hitting news. This is like super super relevant to right now like that's what has has won in the past and tends to win um but i feel like this is unique enough that um they can totally win and i think they should win i love it dude what is your pick of the week my pick of the week is equally as emotionally like heavy and Mm. and 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 has that that side of it it's called battle chef brigade (laughs) and it's a game for the nintendo switch good grief 
so just think of a action platformer where you're, you know, chasing down monsters in a 2D platforming, hands-drawn animation style combined with a match three puzzle game. <laughs> this is what Battle Chef Brigade is. And a, and a hard-hitting story, obviously. No, it, the story is really good. Uh, <laughs> with not being jokey about it, like the, the story is definitely uh, uh, was what kind of drove me forward with this game. So this game is a game from um, Adult Swim Studios. And uh, and it it came out like last year at some point or or early this year and uh, and it's like this this really cool uh, anime style of uh, of art and the story is that you are a chef and you go on this chef competition so if you've ever watched like. Uh, Iron Chef or like any of the like uh, kind of Japanese chef shows or, or anything like, like that. Kitchen or something like that. Yeah, where yeah. you're like, oh, here's the, the featured ingredient, you know, or whatever. And like they, they battle it out against yeah. each other. Um, th- that's the premise of, of this game, but it's in like a fantasy setting where y- during the match you have a certain amount of time and you have to go out and, and, uh, and attack and, and cut apart these uh, monsters, take those ingredients and throw them into a, a pot to cook. And it's like a match three puzzle game at that point. Um, where like you're spinning these different uh, gems, flavor gems, and combining them in certain ways that the judges will want you to to combine them in. And there's like sometimes there's they ramp up in difficulty where it's like, hey, here's one judge that you have to figure out something for. Now you have to do three dishes or like whatever, and and have one for each judge and kind of feature the ingredients that they want you to to feature. So this is a game that I I didn't know that i would enjoy yeah, as much as i did <laughs> it's very strange i bought it on sale like whenever it was on sale on the switch for like half off or something like that it was less than 10 bucks or something yeah. i picked it up and i really loved it like i i All don't right. think i put it down until like i'd finished the story um there's two different playable characters that you do within this storyline and like the way that everything kind of progresses the uh there's like some some sabotage or like intrigue that go into like the storyline outside of the actual matches mm-hmm. um and so that kind of stuff was was what made me really want to continue playing this game was like oh this story is really good i yeah. want to want to climb to the top and be on the shadow <laughs> battle chef brigade i want to join the battle chef brigade so all right um it's very very fun anybody who who is is interested at all in any of the things that I said. Story, action oh platforming, match three puzzle games. You should pick this game up. I think you should watch YouTube videos of it first to see if yeah, you're going to like this. That's probably probably a good idea. <laughs> um, the uh, the strategy of it is super interesting though because like because of these two com- combined things, the action platforming and, and like the match three, it's like, oh, well, I know that this specific animal go- is in this specific area of mm-hmm. this map and so I'm going to go and get that ingredient. So you have to go and take out that ingredient. Oh, while I'm here and I still have two slots open in my inventory, I should just grab something else, like a, a plant or something like that and Mm -hmm. you kind of bring it back to the kitchen empty it all out there and there's like this weird back and forth balance to like how much time do you spend combining ingredients and actually cooking and doing the match three thing versus getting the ingredients while you're out there like there's numerous times i had to replay like a mission because i like oh no i don't have enough time to go out and take out that dragon Mm -hmm. i need to do that first now or Mm -hmm. or i need to like change the way that i'm i'm uh doing these ingredients and so it's a uh it's there's a lot of strategy that go into it you can play multiplayer online never done that i guarantee that there's going to be some really good people on there that are like gonna wipe the floor with me um but it's a really fun game i think it might actually be on sale on the switch now if you were interested so um all right should check into it all right battle chef brigade Movie Pass. Movie Pass. All right, so anyone who's listened to this show uh, knows that we have been uh, pretty bullish on Movie Pass. I mean, as consumers, yes. Yes. If um, you were to ask me, even whenever this first was launched, of like, how, like, will this be successful? Will they still be in business a year from now? I don't know. Yeah, my, my answer has always been, I don't know and I don't care. As long as I, like, as long as, I, as a consumer, like, you're you buy the product that they're selling yeah and as long as it's good for you sure so I, i'll take it back i do care yeah i just don't haven't known that's why like so they were selling uh year-long memberships at costco earlier this year oh wow i purpose for for cheaper mm. it was 80 bucks i mean it's costco mm-hmm. you buy in bulk 
you get it a little bit cheaper. I mean, it's basically 40, you're getting four months for free, but I was like, I don't know about this. <laughs> this, um, you're locking me into something that mm. may not be around in a mm. year. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, so uh, over the weekend. Yep. Late last week, I guess. So it yeah. would have been like, what was it? Well, last, last week, yeah. So, so Friday? Yeah. So last, last week, so they were, number one, what started happening actually I saw on I think it was uh Friday morning or Thursday evening. Um got an error that I actually got last night. Well we'll learn that later. Uh that you couldn't buy physical tickets, you couldn't use your like card at theaters, you could only use e tickets at theaters. Ooh. No one really knew why. I was like, well and and on the uh, the support Twitter, they were responding to people and saying, Hey, we're working on it, blah, 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 blah. Then um, people were trying to go see Mission Impossible and couldn't see that specifically, that movie specifically, the ones who could do like e-ticketing and could actually use their app. And then after that, whole app goes down. <laughs> uh, no showtimes anywhere. As far as like if you're checking it, it would be like no showtimes that exist at this theater. Um, behind the scenes story, MoviePass ran out of money and had to... Uh, borrow like six point five million dollars to get the uh, to pay off not pay off that it sounds like they're paying the mob to pay the um, third party companies that they use to run their back end. Yep. Um, long story short, uh, they this was from one of their earnings call earnings calls. Long story short, like they've been paying out too much money in tickets mm -hmm. and they can't afford it. They're not bringing in enough money. They haven't raised enough money or borrowed enough money slash uh, had enough people subscribing to pay for all the tickets that they have um, that they have sold. I think the uh, the CEO made some kind of comment that like for Infinity War alone or something that um, they had uh, bought like 1.5 million tickets or something like that mm -hmm. through uh, movie pass um, made the point in one of his letters, like, "Hey, the global box office is up ten percent this year," which you know we see is you know we can help contribute to that, which they probably did. Yeah. Problem is they can't afford to do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, even right now, uh, where we're kind of at right now is um, movie pass. Like, so for instance, like uh, Didi and I are still subscribed. Probably gonna not in the, if it doesn't fix itself in the next week. But like last night, um, I could see movie times, but I could only buy e-tickets at theaters that even sell them. I don't, like none of the theaters around us let MoviePass do e-tickets. And then um, Didi's account couldn't was still showing no show times anywhere. So um, it's still down. <laughs> They're still having problems. They've now said that um, they've sent out an email said, hey, number one, um, we're going to restrict movies like Mission Impossible like they were doing, but just not telling anybody or communicating about it. Um, right. The newer movies, you can't go see that those. Like, we're going to restrict those. And uh, saw somewhere that um, they are restricting them for at least two weeks, if not more, depending on the popularity of the movie, just because they can't afford for everyone to go see the brand new movie and a hot new movie and pay for all those tickets. Uh, and then... Um, the there are uh, rumors that they are raising their price to fourteen ninety five, which is probably correct, um, to try to compensate for a lot of this. So, uh, yeah, it's a bummer for uh, for MoviePass subscribers. I know a lot of people have unsubscribed. You've you've unsubscribed. Yeah, um, like a couple of my friends uh, from work that had MoviePass before I did, and actually had MoviePass whenever it was more expensive, mm. um, have unsubscribed just because mm -hmm. you can't use it anymore. Why are we paying for a product that if we can't use it? You know, right? Well, I mean, so. On this side of things, like it was so inexpensive that it's like a, yeah. it was a no brainer if you're going to see one movie this month. Like yeah. if I'm going to see any movie within the month of whatever, might as well buy it. I might as well have Movie Pass, and that. Yeah. So I've gotten like I've broken even on it. I, like as in like I've say I've gone to see at least one movie for every month that I have uh -huh. uh, been a member of Movie Pass. So it's like I haven't paid. I've saved lots of money with it. Yes. Right. So it's like ten bucks a month for for me because I subscribed whenever I did. And then if a movie costs eighteen dollars, that's a savings of every single movie of like eight bucks. Mm -hmm. And so I've gotten my money's worth out of it. Even if like there's been one month, I think there was one maybe 
I think there's probably one month where I didn't see a movie within that month, mm-hmm. but I'd seen like two on it uh, the pre- previous month. So it's like, well, it all evens out anyway. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, like now I'm looking at this going like, Ooh, I can't see, I can't see almost any of these movies or like I had a friend, you know, who, um, he uses it all the time. Like literally like tries to see every single movie, um, in every spare night that he has or every spare, spare time. He's like, Oh, I, I just loves movies gonna go see a movie so it's like this is the movie lover's best friend but so even somebody like me who isn't using this all the time i'm still like i'm still making money or saving money on this and then there's also the people who are going to see every single movie and so they're like making so much you know saving so much money from this so it's fascinating man because like i don't think anybody any none of the consumers are just like subscribed to this thing and then just not using it i mean it's it's if you go see a single movie within 30 days i've made my money back yeah um i don't know it's it seems like a weird business model in the first place but at the same time whenever it first started and we talked about in this podcast that they were selling like the uh the location data and like your demographic data to be able to advertise to you in these other apps more and so that was where they were going to be able to to make the money i'm like okay if you want some of my like data of like hey who am i what's my demographic what kind of movies do i see in that movie i saw this trailer then i went and you know saw this other movie if you want to sell that data i'm great with that that's right. awesome whatever yeah it's fine take it you know yeah. it's the well, same thing that you with like email where it's like oh this is a free service of gmail and you are allowed to like advertise to me within my my inbox or something i'm like i'm fine with that trade yeah. that's a good trade yeah so well, anyway. people, this is the problem with like movie pass because like uh, there's a big hubbub about the location tracking earlier. Is like mm-hmm. most people, even with Gmail, for in, for instance, like most people don't realize that they are trading their data whenever they're using things anyway. And I, yeah, like I made the point that like I, I bet you if you went into like people who were upset about uh, MoviePass tracking them and tracking where they go before and after a movie, uh, if you went into their location services on their iPhone and Open it up. There's at least ten other apps mm-hmm. tracking them, yeah, or and where they go at all times. Anyway, like yeah. most people just don't realize that that's what they're trading off whenever they're doing stuff like that. Yeah, I think the uh, I, I some someone some was do. quoted as saying this of of like whenever a service like a digital service is free, you're usually the one for sale. Like yeah. your data is you're selling your data Nothing's for free. this thing that's you know the service you're getting, and that trade is is fine. Um, in fact, there's been like people like who try to quantify all of the free services. Like if you had to actually pay for them, how much are they worth or whatever? Um, and so, uh, it's, those types of studies are always interesting. This is one that I feel like they said that, Hey, yeah, that we're going to be being able to sell all this data. And you know, they never did, or they weren't able to after a certain point. Yeah. So I guess like, you know, we've, we've kind of talked about like, this is what happened. This is kind of where they're at. Like, yeah. Um, like where did they where they go wrong? I mean, who knows? There's probably multiple things. I mean, I think number one, they were making it increasingly hard to use their service. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, you no, know, number one, you already had to be within like what was a hundred yards of the theater or something like that. Yeah, and then. Uh, then they started introducing like where you have to take a picture of your ticket stub, mm-hmm. and then you can't go see repeat movies. Mm-hmm. And um, now they're gonna have to raise prices, and they're restricting new releases. It's like okay, well you're basically like you're removing all the reasons that we were subscribing in the first place, right? And right now, even the things that you say are supposed should be working are not working. Um, and that's the I think that's the biggest thing for me that I'm kind of annoyed at is like. We know that they ran out of money, and we know that they had to do all this just because, like, all that stuff's public. But like, whenever they send out uh, an email explaining, you know, what the new, like, uh, what they were gonna have to, how they're gonna change the service and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, and like apologizing for the outage, what do they call it, like a systems um, pulling outage up, or pulling something up like the that. Email right now. It's like so- that's not a systems outage. You ran out of cash. <laughs> like, yeah. just be honest with us, and because we all know that that's what happened anyway. Right. Um, and so it's just kind of that whole like, hey, everything's working, you know, everything's fine now. You can see everything except for Mission Impossible. But like, I tried to use it last mm-hmm. night and could not, you know. Yeah. So um, that's the that's the thing for me. I'm just like, well, if this isn't even working how they say it's supposed to be working right now, then I'm done. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing about this is it's it's so like that's the future. 
if I were to say, hey, what's what? Where is movie going? Like as a movie consumer, yeah, where is this going to go? And it's like it's going to go where every other thing has inevitably gone, which yeah. is a subscription subscription service, right? And that's inevitable in my mind. It's just like this isn't the one. This will end up being a casualty of being on that bleeding edge of technology and not pricing it correctly, not having like a good value proposition or whatever. Like they have like this is it's kind of a one-sided benefit where like the people who are subscribing to it are getting all of these benefits whereas like obviously something's not working behind the scenes yeah. for them to actually stay stay solvent, you know, as yeah. a company. Um whereas like Every other industry, like music, it's like, well, I would rather not spend the, you know, each song a la carte, like buy one at a time. I would rather have a subscription service that allows me to listen to everything. Mm -hmm. And movies, this is a similar thing where it's like, oh, rather than buy each individual movie on a Blu-ray or whatever, I'm just going to subscribe to Netflix mm -hmm. and I'm going to, you know, watch whatever thousands of hours of movies they have there. Sure. Is the, is it limited a little bit as far as some of the movies they have out, whether they're new or what, you know, Disney movies are not going to be leaving that at some point. And it's like, okay, that's fine. But at least I'm, I'm on a subscription service. It's a low price for a relatively ridiculous amount of movies. Mm -hmm. Um, and Obviously, like those two industries, like this is another thing, like the theater, like it's going to have to go that way in my mind because people just want to pay for things well, that way. And, and Movie Pass, I think, like proved that. Yeah. Um, that's the interesting thing about, about companies about like Movie Pass. Um, and I forgot to, to mention. So, like, in order to, to like, the, they are publicly traded. In order to the comp their parent company is right, and in order to save the, the stock of the company, it had gone down to like six cents a share or something like that. They did a reverse, um, uh, what was it? What do they called it again? It's basically so they took like instead of having you know say a uh, thousand shares out there, they took those thousand shares. I think for every six shares, I think they turned it into one share. Mm. So like they boosted the price the price of their stock back up to like twenty two bucks or something like that last weekend hmm. last. And, um, but then now it's dropped back down to like three cents a share. So like it didn't work. Mm -hmm. Um, but that, that's the thing that like companies like that, they're like tech startups and VC funded, um, ventures. It's interesting. Like their end goal usually is to a either get bought out mm -hmm. or B have just a really ridiculous, like public offering and make a ton of money. And, uh, while it seemed like the uh, the latter had happened, now it's just like plummeted. Mm -hmm. And I I don't know if there's a there's a way to save it. You know, like someone tweeted to Elon Musk and was like, "Hey, can you save Movie Pass?" And he was like, <laughs> "No." He just, that's all I said was no. <laughs> I mean, it, it's. Yeah, I mean, at this point, like you wonder, like where is that tipping point where it's like now people like me are are bailing on it, you know, where, yeah. where they may have needed, even need that money, but they were trying to incentivize people to not go to certain showings and yeah. incentivize like, people to not, to not, not use is. their service, you know, basically right. for, for certain things for a while there. And I think we even talked about that on the podcast where it's like, well, are they trying to like, like modify behavior where it's like, Oh, well, I'm not going to go to the seven o'clock showing. I'm going to go to the 10 o'clock showing. Yeah. So that way it doesn't cost well, them as and, much and money. But stuff, like so. at some point there were reports that like people were like every showtime has an extra charge, you know. So it was like by the end they were just kind of like we just need money. That's what it's just the shadiness of it. Yeah. To some extent, that's kind of like yeah, it feels icky. Yeah, I mean, and then that's you know that's that's the thing is like well what am I what am I putting my money into at this point? Yeah. And it's like I I even though I've gotten value from the service and still have I think I. I th I think it only goes through uh, August for me. Like I think it already basically, you know, build me for the next month or whatever. So I think the next like 20 days or so, like I'll, I'll have access to it. But at the same time, I'm just like, I'm, I don't, I don't know, man. It's, yeah. it's a weird one. Um, you mentioned, you know, like, you know, uh, this is the inevitability of where it's going to go. And I, I think so too. Like, so we, we have, there are other companies that are now emulating that because we saw the success of it. So like, Hey, more people are going to see movies. They're coming to the theater more. Yeah. If we do this. And mm -hmm. so, um, Alamo Drafthouse has one. Yeah. Uh, AMC has one. There was another one that you mentioned. Cinemark has one. Yeah, so Cinemark. And I'm sure other ones, other companies like Regal and stuff like that will start doing it. And, like, some of them, like, are there actually better deals in terms of, like, what they're offering than 
Movie Pass seems mm-hmm. oh, is now at least. Yeah. Um, not initially. Yeah. But like so, we were just talking about like, hey, I'm actually thinking they just bought a new, um, built a new AMC in uh, Murfreesboro. So it's like, hey, I might go and um, get this AMC pass. You get like three movies a week. Um, you can reserve them ahead of time, mm-hmm. um, which is which was never possible. Oh via no, movie never pass. ever. Like there is, were so many premieres that I like bought tickets in advance for because I knew that they were going to sell out, yeah. and I wasn't able to use Movie Pass because it's in a, on a future date. Yeah. Um, and so like there were times whenever I I didn't use Movie Pass that I wished I could have. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it works for IMAX and 3D and like upper tier RPX movies. Um. Just Which like, is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's just, you know, some of the stuff you couldn't do with Movie Pass. The downside is it's $20 a month. So, like, you have to, go to, two, you have to do two movies to, to make it worth it right. uh, a month. But then at that point, like, once you've done, <coughs> done the two movies, like, if, even if you consider on the low end for, like, a movie ticket, like, 15 bucks a ticket. Right. And so even if you consider two movies... You've already made quite a, like ten bucks. Like 10 you saved bucks, yeah. ten dollars off of that. So yeah. yeah, I mean it's appealing, you know. So like there's other and and they'll morph and change as people kind of do their thing and figure it out. Yeah, there's always like there's one person who kind of paves the way um, for other people, and I think you know Movie Pass did that. Sometimes they're a runaway success. Yeah. Sometimes they're not. Yeah, I and mean, we talked about how like you know Microsoft was ahead of its time whenever it released the Xbox One. And they were trying to uh, move everyone to a discless future where you just have your digital games. You're always online, always connected. I mean, that's where we are now. You know, like that's where, I mean, there's people are still buying discs, mm-hmm. but everything's downloaded onto the machine. You know, mm-hmm. you like. And pretty much everybody, like most people are always online. Always like there's online. still the option well, for not game, being and always online. And what but... games, you know, like are you playing that are not online most mm-hmm. of the time these yeah. days? So, um, yeah, I mean. It, I think it's where we're going. We'll th- see how it shakes out. But R.I.P. Movie Pass. I mean, I feel like I really do feel like that. I, I don't know how you turn that around at this point. Like, I don't it's, either. It seems like it's going to be dead in the water unless somebody swoops in and buys it for a really low price and turns it like morphs it into like what it should have been from the beginning. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, that's yeah, that's possible. It's I mean, a possibility. Yeah. I mean, by the end, you know, I could totally see that happening. Yeah. I mean, again, if the stock, or like, if things get so low price with it and it's like well this is worth the money just to buy it and roll it into something else then maybe somebody does but um yeah it's crazy man <laughs> it's weird like whenever this happened like there's a, uh, a friend of mine who's like he's like i'm at the theater like right now and it's out yeah. and like having that many people like trying to to ping and use your service and it's not available like that's pr nightmare like disaster kind of stuff oh yeah you know, well, even last night whenever i was standing there i'm like oh yay i can use it it's back up yeah and i click on it it's like you can only use e-tickets i'm like oh mm-hmm. my gosh this is the worst i mm-hmm. freaking like that's the kind of stuff that as a consumer just makes me like i hate this i'm going to unsubscribe because yeah. i'm so upset with it right now yeah you put up too many roadblocks and people will people will just bail yeah it's not like yeah you're right i mean you put up too many you want them to behave in a certain you're trying to like modify their behavior or do whatever the consumer is going to do what the consumer is going to do yeah you're not getting in their way. Yeah. And if you are a roadblock to that happening, they're going to leave you. Even if it's more expensive. Like if it's more expensive to leave and not use that product anymore, but it's easier. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. Like, you know, nobody's going to use that product, you know? Definitely. It's like, it's, it's this, it's like if, if you were buying like a vacuum cleaner, right? And then along with the vacuum cleaner, here comes somebody who like, makes it harder to vacuum right. something where it's well, like, Oh, let me, let me throw down some more dirt in front of you. Like make it harder to vacuum your carpet. It's like, I don't, this is not what I want to buy. You and I were already not using movie pass for movie premieres. And now if all of a sudden I can't use movie pass for new movies in general, yeah, even if I'm going to go see it with DD or something like that or non e-ticketed movies and non e-ticketed movie, then why am I paying for this thing? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's just a $10 charge every month for no reason. <laughs> well, it's a $10 charge for like for you to just be frustrated. Yeah, exactly. For them to tell you no. I'm paying them $10 so that they'll tell me no. I want I want to pay $10 for them to tell me yes. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'll pay $20 for them to tell me yes. That's right. Pay, pay your uh, pay, AMC. Pay, pay AMC or Cinemark or Alamo Drafthouse yeah. and they'll tell you yes. I like that. I feel like somebody else needs to come out with that campaign. Like We'll tell you yes. We tell you yes. <laughs> yes. And it's not even an entitlement thing. It's like, I paid for this. Yeah. No, you're paying for a service. (laughs) It's like if we paid for Comcast internet and they were like, nope, 
sorry, no internet. <laughs> or they're like, well, you only get only, internet on these days. Only, yeah, only on, on Tuesdays between 1 and 5 a.m. <laughs> and we charge you extra on the weekends, yeah. you know? <laughs> Good grief. Which, honestly, I wouldn't put it past Comcast I mean, in well, the future. no, for sure. <laughs> okay, so this is just a quick anecdote on awful company policies. There is only uh, one company... One one bill that we don't pay, auto pay. It's Comcast. You know why? Because they, whenever it was auto pay, they enrolled us in this like test thing based on bandwidth, and you'd pay based on bandwidth. And I was paying hundreds of dollars a month for my internet. Yep. The minute I took like auto pay off, because I was going to start contesting the charges. The minute I took auto pay off. They stopped charging me. They took me out of the program. They're like, we're not testing this with you anymore. Like, Interesting. Well, <laughs> I didn't ask to be putting this anyway. That's fascinating. I know, but they did it because they knew it. They could just charge me. They had my money. They had my card information. What's also fascinating about that is that I remember whenever we were like looking at internet here in the in in Nashville or whatever, and Nashville I think has like a shutdown where it's like you can't do that. Like it was like Comcast was trying to implement that elsewhere or whatever, mm. but they couldn't do it in Nashville because like some restriction law wise where it's like, you can't do that here. Mm. You can't like do limit that bandwidth in the city or something like that. Yeah, well, it wasn't even limited bandwidth. It was like, it was basically cause it was, it, well, it was like making you pay for the, yeah, the amount pay for over. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's wild. Over whatever, some, some arbitrary overage number. Because, and one of the houses that we were in like early on, I did like, it was like, Oh, you went over again this month. This is your third like month of going over next month. We're going to charge you more for it. And then like, I, I whenever I finally went to look that up, that like a law had changed in Nashville. So where they weren't able to do that in this, in the city. Which and is it's awesome. like, okay, sweet. <laughs> I don't have to worry <laughs> about it anymore. Yeah. Cause it's stupid. It's so, so dumb. Yeah. All right, so um, next week, I talked to Fultron, and he is down. We doing it? Yeah, we're going to review Inside. Inside! So uh, stay tuned for that. That's finally happening. I need to play it again, so I need to go home and uh, play it this weekend. You going to do it on Switch or you going to do it on Xbox? Oh, definitely Switch, because oh, I already did it on yeah. Xbox. Yeah, Switch, Switch is so much fun. Um, and so we'll talk about that next week. Um, the, the Predator was supposed to be this weekend, but... That got moved to September. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. What's funny about that is I was sitting there with Jared in the theater last week, and yeah. the the trailer came on, and Jared was like, "Oh, this is the first trailer I've seen for this." And I was like, "Yeah, it's supposed to come out like next week." And he was <laughs> like, "He was like, really?" And at the end, it said September something fourteenth, yeah. and I was like, "Really? When, when did that happen?" Yeah. <laughs> anyway, no idea, but um, we'll review that in September when it comes out. Boom. So never fear. Um, I'm like, is Spider Man this month? No. It's next month. Early next month. A lot of things happen in September. I'm kind of like, I don't know. It's a lot of things happen in September. Agreed. Um, August is kind of like it's. We've got some like topics. We've got some some stuff coming up. But I wouldn't yeah. mind if if I feel like Spider Man's me like a 30 hour game. I want to review it. Agreed. Um, that's one I want to I want to go through pretty quickly and review. Also because I also want to have it finished before Red Dead comes out. Agreed. Um, so so we can dedicate maybe in between sometime in between. Whenever Spider-Man comes out mm-hmm. and Red Dead, we'll review that game. Yeah, definitely. Well, because, I mean, I want to review Red Dead eventually, but, like, mm. that's not going to... I mean, I, I feel like that's probably at least a 40, 50-hour game. I mean, main campaign. I'm thinking about, like, the Red Dead 1. I spent, like, 100 and change Oh, on definitely. It, so. I did, too. Like, I think we can review it once we get past the, like, um, the story. I don't think we have to 100% everything yeah. in order to review it. Yeah. Um, same thing with, like... With Spider-Man, because mm-hmm. that's gonna be open world. I would assume that that's gonna be like you can hundred percent that in, right. in some way, right? Like the side quests or whatever finish yeah. up that. So yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that's it for this week. Uh, you can uh, find us online at standtargetpodcast.com on Twitter at Chris Wright two five zero and John Wright seven 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 and always online at standtargetpodcast.com. Please go to your podcast service of choice, review us, tell your friends about us, listen to us on the new. Google Podcasts app. Ooh, what? Brand new. Google has, uh, there's always been like um, podcasts in the Google Play Store mm-hmm. or um, podcasts, like you could just go to our website and listen. But for Android users, it's always been really difficult. Like you could you could download like Overcast or something there's like that. There's like TuneIn Radio. Yeah, but you know, so, but there's no, no native app. Now with every um, Android phone, there will be a native 
podcast app on the phone. It's called Google Podcasts. Um, And whenever you look at the demographic, it used to be like kind of 50-50 split in the U.S. of like people who owned uh, Android versus iPhone. Now like uh, there's more people who own Androids than own iPhones. So um, hopefully uh, if you're an Android listener – you can download the app and uh, and find us on there. Review us on there. If you're an iPhone listener and yeah. you see someone with an Android phone, tell them about the podcast. Yes, don't smash it as no. is your first <laughs> inclination. <laughs> and don't immediately take it and throw it into the nearest <laughs> body of water. Yeah. It's probably waterproof anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yes, definitely tell them to download. Uh, like, this, this is the thing. Um uh, so I was just at a podcast conference in Philadelphia. That's right. I was wondering where the, all this knowledge of, was coming from. One, yeah. One of the questions what, to the – there was a guy from Google there, um, and he was telling us all about – like it, it rolled out a couple weeks before, and he was showing us like – it's pretty cool Like where like if, if you search in the Google um, uh, web search application, and like it will pop up you – know, a podcast will pop up um, inside the search results. You just click on it, and it automatically just starts playing – inside the Google uh, podcast app. It's not even like a – it's fully integrated into the, the OS. That's it's cool. It's super cool, yeah. That's awesome. Um, and if you ask it to play, hey, Google, play, whatever, mm-hmm. it'll like it, – it's using that, and it will save your place whether you accessed it on the web or in the app nice. or wherever. Um, that all aside, someone was like – asked the question, uh, will you ever um, will you release a iOS version because the current Apple Podcast app sucks? <laughs> and he was like, "Well, we don't have any plans to announce that at this time, you know. Like, but they could totally come in and own the space. Honestly, yeah. I mean, over I love Overcast. Overcast is my jam right now. Um, but man, like <laughs> the Apple Podcast app is the worst. They change it a lot. I mean, I still am on it because it's like, hey, I'm I've always been on it, and I don't want to have to go back into another app and just like, oh, let me. I do mean, all it, t- this it stuff, took me but... a good two hours to transfer all my stuff. Although I did find out afterwards, there's like a one-click export and import solution. <laughs> Fascinating. Into I was Overcast, wondering. I was wondering. You can just export all your uh, Apple Podcast apps and then import into Overcast. I've also like got that. like certain podcasts from like years ago on like certain ones like bookmarked, where it's like, oh, I I, I always want to have like this one where I know where that one's at because I can go back and reference it or something. Yeah. But like, I mean, I still have stuff too. I, I, I didn't like delete the app or something like that. But like, uh, I use Overcast now because there's a uh, there's playlists. Mm. Um, so I have like all my games podcasts in this playlist, and you can prioritize them according to like, okay, whenever this one comes out, I always want to listen to that first, and so it will like put that one up top. Everyone uh, should prioritize stay on target first. Definitely. You know? So I categorize my games, I categorize uh, sports, I categorize news and fiction. Like I've, I have them all in different categories. Nice. Because like one of the problems with like the, you know, like not having that now like is, is like whenever I try to go back to uh, Apple Podcasts, I'm like, where are my, <laughs> where mm-hmm. are these things? They're alphabetical order. And yeah. it's like, well, or they're whatever order you put them or, in. Or whatever. Yeah. But then like you put it on. It's just so confusing. I'm endlessly scrolling for some of them, you yeah. know? So it's like. I just know, hey, I want to listen to this kind of thing right now. Boop. I need to create a true crime one is what I need to create because I'm going all over the place for that right now. <laughs> ever since uh, ever since Serial got you uh, hooked, man. Yeah, Serial. I mean, there's ton- There's so many of them. Serial, yeah. there's Sword and Scale. Do you remember, uh, so this is a deep cut. Um, back uh, last year sometime, we tried to go to a Keith Urban concert, uh-huh. a free Keith Urban concert. Uh-huh. And then... Um, and then afterwards, we were with our friend Naomi, yeah. and she was telling us about this like person who was murdered on a boat. Christopher Walken was on the boat. Do you remember this? Yeah, back was, in the day, it, it sounds familiar from that conversation. But well, like, there's been like updates in the case recently. That's kind of why it was like in the news or whatever. But there's a new podcast that came out like last week about it, and I was like, I'm I gotta listen to this. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So like, uh, I need to put that. And that's the thing. I need to put this in like the. That's the, the thing about thing. about podcasts just in general. Like, there's a podcast for basically anything you want to like listen to. Like, oh, there's definitely. a podcast for it, which is so it's like you know any 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 news, any um, literally any topic. Yeah. There's probably a podcast for it. So I'll tell you, like, if you organizing get... those is is definitely uh, definitely hard though. Because it's I, I didn't even think about this before. I haven't thought about this before. We should do a podcast on podcasts. Yeah. Talk about our like some some cool podcasts in different categories to listen to. That's right. Like, um, I don't think I've ever talked about uh, 30 for 30, uh, the, the podcast. Like, there's 30 for 30 on uh, ESPN. They do these, like, 
these short films about mm -hmm. specific people and specific, or it'll be like about one game or mm -hmm. like interesting, like little, like 30 minutes worth of a story. But they also like do podcast version of them. that's cool. I like yeah. that a lot. That's and awesome. So like, yeah. subscribe to that. We should, but we should be talking about this kind of stuff. We that's should great. do. We should do a podcast episode. I would podcasts. like that. I would like that. That would be that would be fun. Yeah. Put yeah. it in the book, Chris. Yes. It's the, in the. Well, I don't know what book I'm putting it in. <laughs> it's the. It's the book. We have a book. We don't. <laughs> we totally That's, do. We no. You're totally. They can't see if I'm winking or anything. I don't right know what now, you're talking about. You know? <laughs> just, <laughs> Good grief. Now I just want there to be a comically large book in here. Like <laughs> I want you to like reach under the couch, like pull out a giant book. Oh my gosh. <laughs> It's like, why does a podcast have a book? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It's audio. All right. Well, that's it for this week. It's <laughs> <laughs> the weirdest outro ever. I love it. <laughs> we'll see you next time on Stay, Stay on, on Target. Target.